What did I learn today to become a better communicator? I think I'll just start off with weather forecasting because that was the first thing I did today. Had the morning shift, so woke up at 2.30 a.m., went on into the station, and it was the first morning show, weekday morning show, that I'd done in a while. And the reason that's important when it comes to practicing communication is because the weekday morning shows are very short hits. They're about a minute and a half, and they're about two minutes. So it's a very condensed format. And I actually had some weather to talk about today. There's actually some rain going on, which isn't always the case in California. So I felt like I had to fit a lot into a very short period of time. And that was actually the exact same lesson that I was trying to learn yesterday when I was trying to present the wildfire information that I was talking about within one minute. And I found myself amping up. I found myself talking faster. I found myself saying more than I actually needed to. Which I think is the most surprising thing about when there's a short time frame. I tend to actually ramble and try to fill every single silence because I think I, I feel like I'm saying more that way. But what's really, what you really should be trying to do is pause and choose your words more carefully. The best line that I could say for how to become a better communicator when you have one of these short time periods is don't speak faster, say less. The second that I tried to do that yesterday during that concise format, it ended up going perfectly. I just said, I'm going to calm down. I'm just going to say one sentence at a time. And I'm going to just try to speak as normally as I can. And then it ended up going well. I somewhat forgot that during the forecast at the station today. I think it's just such a fast-paced show. It's sometimes hard to come back and think about what I want to change in the next hit based on what didn't feel right in the last hit. And that actually might be the first key lesson to becoming a better communicator. If you have multiple opportunities to practice communication, make sure that you're spending at least, sometimes it only takes 10 to 30 seconds to think about how your last attempt went and to think about what you could try to do differently in the next one. It doesn't even have to be all that complicated. And you don't even have to actually try to really think about putting it into practice. I've sometimes found that all it really takes to get better and put something into practice is to just think about it once, and then you end up just doing it instinctually because it's part of your unconscious. Something like that. So that was maybe something that I could have done better this morning was analyze my forecasts during the show so that I could actually improve throughout the show. And that's where that morning show is very helpful is because there's so many different forecasts that I do have that opportunity if I decide to use it. And maybe that'll be one of the big things that I work on tomorrow. What's the overall takeaway lesson for communication in general, though? Analyze your communication 
adapt and try to get better. The other big point that was also true today as well as yesterday was be careful when you have a condensed time frame. If you have one to two minutes to make your points, those are the times when you have to be the most careful that you're not amping up your energy or talking too fast or, weirdly enough, rambling. Very interesting. So those are some good lessons. Another one was actually after the morning show. It was just kind of a a side communication thing. But... I went into a room and a bunch of people were talking and they were all within a conversation and you know when you first come into a room and everybody's talking and you kind of feel the need to say something otherwise you can just fall into that role where you just kind of come into the room and then you're just like quietly sitting there and like since people are having a conversation they haven't acknowledged you but then you also haven't like jumped in yourself so it's kind of that awkward moment and I felt myself in that position, and it it actually did feel awkward. I was like, oh, I should probably, like, jump in. This is kind of weird that I haven't, like, said anything yet. But then I thought, you know, like, these are the opportunities where sometimes it's good just to settle and just take a second, take a deep breath, kind of become comfortable with the uncomfortable And then what I ended up doing was I ended up just waiting until I had something interesting to say. I could have jumped in earlier and added something, but I decided to just wait it out. And my first line or the first thing that I said ended up completely landing. Like everybody laughed and it felt great. And then I went from a feeling of kind of being awkward and uncomfortable to all of a sudden confidence. And like 20 seconds later, I landed another good joke. So that was just an interesting little lesson. And I, it almost ties into the last lesson too. Just don't force it. Just take your time, ease, and try to just be yourself. It's amazing how important that is in communication. That basically wrapped up the weather forecasting. On my drive home... I was thinking about the fact that I wanted to do another wildfire explainer video, the five to 10 minute illustration, and then condensing that into a one minute format. I had told myself I want to start doing these every single day that I can, hopefully every single Monday through Friday. On my drive home though, I was thinking about the fact that I had woken up at 2.30, I'd probably only gotten maybe four hours of sleep the night before. And I started to just feel exhausted. And I started to fall into that, kind of just giving myself the excuse not to do something that I knew I wanted to do. I want creating these videos to become a habit. Mainly because the video I made yesterday was arguably very bad. (laughs) And I know there's just a certain period of time that I'm going to have to make bad videos before I can make good videos. And I'd rather just get that out of the way as fast as possible. Because it's not fun being bad at something. <laughs> so I'm driving home and I'm thinking, oh man, like I'm so tired. Like I, I just don't have it in me. 
Luckily, though, I was listening to a philosophy podcast, and it was just the perfect episode to listen to. It was talking about how you can view life in a couple different ways. You can view life as kind of just doing everything you can to be comfortable and doing the bare minimum and trying to avoid problems and challenges, or you can look for challenges and forthrightly accept responsibility for them. That might not be the best way to say it. You look for challenges and then go for it. Communication lesson. Keep it simple. So, luckily, listened to the perfect podcast for that drive home, and I thought, you know what? This is a challenge. If someone were to offer me $100,000 to make these videos this afternoon, I could do it. Guaranteed I could do it. So it's not exactly that I'm too tired and I can't do it. It's just that I'm not willing. It's just that I don't have that drive or motivation. But that shouldn't exactly be a factor. If you, if there's a challenge in front of you, you should go for it. Because that's where you get growth and that's where you get that sense of accomplishment. There's really no better feeling in the world than having some challenge that you could step away from and ignore and deciding, you know what, I'm going to do this. And maybe you do it badly, but at least you tried. That's how you sleep well at night. (laughs) So long story short, I decided to do it. And what I realized was my energy instantly just went up. And when I got in front of camera, I just felt great. I had all this energy that I didn't even know I had. So how does this tie back to communication? Well, in order to become a better communicator, you have to practice communication. The tricky thing about practicing communication is it does take a lot of focus. It does take a decent amount of energy. You want to be confident when you're doing it. So if you feel very tired, it's very tempting to say like, oh, I don't want to put out content when I'm this tired because it's just going to be bad. Here's the tricky thing, though. You're never going to feel 100%. So if you actually want to become a better communicator, you have to take every opportunity you have to practice communication, and you have to take it. Whether it's weather forecasts, whether it's wildfire explainer videos, or even just every conversation you have with people throughout the day. You want to give it your all so that you can become a better communicator. The other thing that's interesting about that, though, is the second I decided to do the videos, I was no longer tired. So I almost think that our brain can sometimes trick us into thinking we're tired just so it will, I don't know, get the comfort or the short-term pleasure of not doing something hard and Maybe just like watching a movie instead or whatever I would have done if I hadn't made the videos. Now that ties into the next important lesson though. And this is true for becoming a better communicator, but it's also true for becoming better at anything. And it's the importance of understanding that everything you do becomes a habit. 
if you do it enough times. Or you could almost just leave off the end. If you do something, it becomes more likely that you're going to do that again in the future, especially if there's some kind of positive reward with it. For example, if I had been driving home and I had felt tired and I said, oh, I'm tired, I have that thought, and then I engaged in the action of not doing the work that I should be doing and just watching a movie instead, I get a little positive reward watching that movie. Maybe I eat some candy too while I'm watching it. And then in the future, and then that reward reinforces that thought. This actually comes back to psychology. They've proven that if a thought leads to an action and a reward, that neuron in your brain that fires off that thought actually grows stronger. And it becomes more likely that it's going to pop up in the future. The key point that I'm trying to make here is you're not only looking out for yourself in the present moment, you should also be looking out for yourself in the future. So in that drive, if I had decided to take it easy, watch a movie, reward myself, that actually makes... It makes it harder on myself tomorrow. Because now that thought of, I'm tired, I don't want to work, is now strengthened in my brain... And then I'm going to have to, at some point, overcome that if I want to break out of that habit loop. And the way to break out of a habit loop is when the thought pops up, you acknowledge it. And you realize that if if you engage in the action, it will be rewarded and then it'll pop up more in the future. So the way to break one of these habit loops is you acknowledge the thought, but then you decide that you do not want to engage in the action. Then once it's not rewarded, it starts working in your favor because then that thought, instead of being reinforced, is actually weakened because it didn't lead to the reward it thought that it would. Now the same thing actually just happened, or actually I'll keep it with this. So that was a bad habit that I could have made, but I decided not to. Instead, what did I do? I made a video And I got a great sense of accomplishment. I could feel myself actually getting a little better at communication, especially in that short form format. I tried some of the things that I was working on yesterday and yeah, got some sense of accomplishment. So now that thought of I'm not actually tired. Someone were to offer me a hundred thousand dollars. I could do this. So I am going to do this. And I'm doing this because I want to, and this is a challenge, and I'm going to go for it. That's the thought. I engage in the action, which is making the videos. I get that sense of accomplishment. That's the reward. So now I'm building a habit out of those kind of thoughts that are much more positive and lead to a much better version of yourself. And if, if my goal is to become a better communicator, it leads to me becoming a better communicator. I didn't really realize this until I was actually lying in bed trying to fall asleep because I have the morning show again tomorrow. Not as early, but still pretty early. And I remembered that I had also wanted to do one of these podcast videos going over what I'm learning about communication every single day, every day, because it only takes 10 to 20 minutes. And it's also very fun. It's also an opportunity to practice communication. 
and it also forces me to think about the lessons that I'm learning. I'm in I'm in bed though, and I know I have to wake up at I think 4:30 the next morning. So I have all the excuses in the world to not do one of these recordings. I start telling myself, "No, I'll just do it on my drive to work tomorrow. It'll be just the same as if I do it tonight." Because I'll just be talking about the same lessons. And then I thought about that habit. That thought of, oh, I could put it off. I could do it tomorrow. And then I just stay in the nice cozy bed. That's rewarded. So then I'm building up that thought of, oh, I could just practice my communication tomorrow. That's the exact opposite kind of habit you want to build if your goal is to become a better communicator. Instead... I thought, this is a challenge. I'm comfortable in bed, but I could view this as a challenge to get up, do what I think I should be doing, and practice some communication, go over the lessons for the day. That's exactly what I did, and that's exactly what I'm doing. And now this is creating its own habit. The reason I keep going back to habits is because The goal of all of this is to become a better communicator. But you also want to be making your life easier if you can. If you constantly have thoughts popping up about, I'm tired, I don't want to do this work, I could practice communication tomorrow, then every time you go to practice communication, you're going to have to use all this motivation and willpower and energy just to get yourself to do it. On the flip side of that, if you can build in habits of, I'm looking for a challenge, I want to practice communication right now, I want to go for it. If you turn that kind of thought into a habit, it doesn't take any willpower or discipline to practice communication. It just becomes something that you're doing. You can almost put yourself on autopilot in that situation and you're just constantly getting better. And life is much easier when you get into one of those flows. The tricky part is, is it's much harder to live that way. Otherwise, everyone would live that way. It's easier to do nothing than something. It's easier to give in to comfort than to voluntarily go for a challenge. It has to be very conscious what you're doing for a decent amount of time, maybe a week, two weeks, three weeks, however long it takes for those habits to be ingrained. And the beginning is the hardest part. What you need to remember, though, is that you're not only looking after yourself right now, you're looking at your, after yourself in the future. So you want to do something that's good for you now, which is practicing communication, But you also want to be building habits that'll make it easier on your future self to become a better communicator. And every step of the way, it's pretty rewarding. You overcome a challenge, that feels good. You make a video, that feels good. You practice communication and you get better, that feels good. In the future, you no longer have thoughts popping up that you're tired and you just want to take it easy feels good not to be tired. What you want to do is build the right habits in your life 
so that becoming a better communicator just becomes part of your nature.